Welcome to the Aligned Women Podcast, a podcast to empower women in chiropractic to grow practices that work for their families. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton. And I'm Dr. Shauna Dingman. We're two moms who are navigating the journey of life and practice just like you. So sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 90 of the Aligned Women podcast. This is Dr. Danielle, and I am excited to be sharing with you today an on-air coaching call. We've actually only done one on-air coaching call on the podcast before, and that was episode 53 with Dr. Kate Antonetti. By the way, Dr. Kate was our member spotlight in the Aligned Women community this month, February 2019. So if you are a member, be sure to check out her member spotlight in the membership website. If you've not familiarized yourself yet with our on-air coaching calls, and if you haven't, then that's not your fault. That's ours because we've only done one so far. Let me just give you a little bit of background. Our on-air coaching calls are essentially a glimpse of what it's like to work with us one-to-one. That could be in a strategy session or it could be an ongoing one-to-one coaching. So in today's podcast episode, I'm sharing with you a recent on-air coaching call where I work with another woman in chiropractic to help her decide what her fees can be in her brand new practice that she is planning to open in the spring of 2019. Now, if you are in a place in your practice journey where maybe you are just starting your first practice or you are restarting into practice after taking time off with your family, or you've never raised your fees and you're wondering if it's time, and by the way, if you've never raised your fees and you're wondering if it's time, then yes, it is time to raise your fees. Do the work that we do in this episode together today. This will be so helpful for you to see. Is your practice model intentionally designed so that you can be both present with your family and profitable in your practice? Meaning, can you work part-time hours and still earn the income that you want to earn both in your business and as your salary personally as well. So I hope that you find this episode helpful and we're going to dive straight in right now. Hi everyone. Today we are doing an on-air coaching call with Dr. K. Dr. K is a chiropractor in Texas in a big city down there. I'm up here in Missouri. I can say down there (laughs) in reference to Texas. And Dr. K's question today is around how to set the prices for her services in her practice. So we're going to ask her to give a little bit of the backstory about why this is a question on her mind right now. And then we'll dive into some of the strategy and you'll get to hear how Dr. K and I work through this process of helping her to see what her fees can be in her practice. All right. Hi, Dr. K. Hi, how are you? I am good. So thank you so much, first and foremost, for taking the time out of your day today and for being willing to share your question and and your challenge um, and hopefully the answer with our audience. Because as we work through this today, I know that it will be helpful for other people to hear it for themselves as well. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Um, So like you were saying, I am down here in Texas and I am just now starting up my practice of kind of a one woman show type of situation. And the area in which I'm looking, it's on a 
highway that has a lot of growth, a lot of potential, a lot of new homes. And the areas, like the actual office space I'm looking at, if you go two miles in one direction, there is a very popular high volume practice that um, has pretty, like pretty reasonably low prices, haven't raised their prices in a while, but you know, very popular, very established. And she's down the road, like two miles in one direction, go another mile in the opposite direction from my potential office space is the joint. And we know that their prices are very low and they're also pretty high volume as well. And so what I'm wondering is how do I, how do I set my prices to stay competitive, but not compromise what I want to make and how to, you know, flourish as well. So that's where I'm at right now. Yes. Yes. When you messaged me this question, uh, it was a few days ago. My first thought as I read through the, the main question, which is how to set your fees so that you're competitive with the joint and a high volume practice that are your neighbors. The answer that came to me was you don't set your fees so that you're competitive. <laughs> no, right. Easy for me to say, and not necessarily easy for you to do. And you have to mm-hmm. feel congruent with what your fees are in your practice because you're the one that's going to be there every day sharing that information with your patients and your potential new patients as well. Right. So mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, let's really look at this from, from the perspective that we should be looking at it from, which is starting with what you want. And so that we can get clear on what your goals are and how you can work toward those goals, regardless of what somebody else nearby is doing. And once Mm -hmm. we know what that information looks like, then we can more clearly decide, you can more clearly decide what feels right for you next. Okay. Okay. When are you opening your practice? Um, We're looking at late April, early May. Okay. So as we record this, it's the beginning of February. So, um, that's about two and a half to three months away. So is there a specific reason why this question was on your mind right now? This is the location that best suits me and my husband and our circumstances. And I was just looking at the demographics and looking at the area and just getting familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you not committed to okay, that? the specific location yet? Not yet. Uh, we're still in the middle of like negotiations and that, that area. Okay. Okay, great. So there's a potential that, um, this location is not your final choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. I'm just really like asking questions right now to gather more information. So I really fully yeah. understand where you're at and where you're heading. Okay. So the most important question then is once you open your practice this year and in the first year of your practice, what is your revenue goal for that first year? And I would encourage you to think about if you haven't already things like how much of that revenue will go to taxes, which is, I estimate 30%, which is potentially high, Mm -hmm. but it's better to estimate high than to underestimate. And what will it cost you to operate your practice? And then also, what do you want to be able to pay yourself from your practice? And I think mm-hmm. you've already worked through this. So what did you come up with? 
So my take-home revenue, I would like to start out this year, and please don't judge me because I feel like it's kind of low, <laughs> um, is about 40 to 50K. Okay. Well, listen, there's going to be a lot of people listening to the podcast that have probably been practicing for years and they're like, Whoa, I would love to take home 50,000 this year. And the truth of the matter is that (laughs) your income gets to be whatever you decide it is. And if you're not there yet, I know that it's hard to hear from someone who is not living in your circumstances, but there's work for you to do if you haven't reached your income goal yet. And the, the circumstances are almost always within your control, a lot more than what we want to give ourselves credit for, then they Mm -hmm. are not in your control. So this is the good thing because this is empowering when you know that you can earn the income that you want to earn. It's just a matter of Mm -hmm. intentionally creating a business that aligns to that goal, right? Right. Okay. So you want to be able to take home 50,000. Do you know what it will cost you to operate your practice in this potential location Let's say yeah. each month. So let me make sure I brought that up. So my projection is so roughly each month I'm looking at about thirteen to fifteen hundred a month. And it came out to like twenty three thousand a year. Okay, awesome. This is exactly the kind of practice model that we love in Aligned Women, where your expenses are relatively low. That's that's low for sure. For, um, any <laughs> yeah, practice that's the month. goal. <laughs> and I I've operated my practice for even less, like less than half of that each month, and it's totally doable. Cool. You have set your business model up to be able to do that. Um, okay, so that was an estimation of twenty three thousand for a twelve month mm-hmm. period, right? Okay, so so yes, far ma'am. we take that salary of fifty thousand. And we add in the expenses of 20, you know what? I'm just going to round up to 25,000. Okay. 75,000. That makes it a nice round number. And then let's say you're going to pay 25,000 to taxes. So we've got a revenue goal for the first year of a hundred thousand. Sound fair? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. So the next question that I have for you, Kay, is how much time do you want to take off in your first year of practice? In your first year Um, of your own practice? So I need to calculate out for about four weeks a year. Um, The only reason I say that is because I'm also in the Marine Corps Reserves and I have to devote time off for myself in order to get this taken care of. So that's another commitment that I just always have in the background. Yeah. Okay. That's important to know, right? And a lot of our community are women that have children at home. So we need to account for the possibility that our children will get sick. That might be, maybe it's an average of one or two weeks out of the calendar year. Um, if you want, or really you should take time off just to rest and recover from the work that we do. Mm-hmm. That could be another one to two years or more. If you decide that it's more, it's whatever you decide that you want it to be essentially. All right, so we're going to give you 48 working weeks in your practice for the calendar year. Okay. All right, then the next question is, how many hours per week do you want to work in your ideal scenario? Ideally, 21. How did you come up with that so number? Like, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday for seven hours each day total. Okay. Awesome. All right. So 21 hours, our general guideline in aligned women is to take those 21 hours and cut them in half. Because if you want to work 
21 hours total, then you need roughly one hour of admin, CEO, marketing, networking for every one hour of patient care time. Okay. That was 21 hours of patient care. (laughs) Okay. So do you want to work 42 hours a week? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. All right. So then we're going to make it 21 hours of patient care time. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take those 48 weeks and we're going to multiply it by 21 hours. So 48 times 21 is 1,008. So that means you have 1,008 hours in a 12 month period to generate $100,000 in revenue. Okay. Okay. And yes, there are other hours that you'd be working, but those other hours, like when you're working on soap notes, for example, or Mm -hmm. um, social media posts, you're not producing income for your business during those times. Not directly. Right. Right. Okay. So let's take a look at your revenue goal, which is a hundred thousand and divide it by 1,008. That gives us an hourly revenue goal of $99. And we can round up to 100 to make this a nice even number. So here's the thing, okay? However you design your practice, you wanna make sure that your fees are set and your time, like your appointment times are set so that you can generate at least $100 an hour for 21 hours each week. Okay, so let's take this a step further. In your ideal scenario, how long will your new patient visits last? New patients, so from exam to adjustment and them leaving, probably, I would like to say an hour. Okay, so we know that if your new patient visit is one hour, your minimum fee for that one hour is $100. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So now what about your established patient regular office visits? How long are those office visits? Um, I see those being about 15 minutes. Okay. So you would see in a fully booked hour, you would see four patients an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we know that you have to generate an income, $100 per hour. And mm-hmm. if we divide that $100 by four patients per hour, that's a minimum of $25 for your fee. That's totally doable. Okay. Okay. That tells you that you've got some wiggle room as well, right? Like you could reduce mm-hmm. your patient care hours so that you're maybe a bit more condensed and you could increase your fee because $25 okay. is about four. No, excuse me. It's about $20 below the national average for an office visit. Right. To a chiropractor. Right. Yeah. So if we okay. just look at the math this way, then this tells us, yes, this is, this is doable. You could mm-hmm. be care 21 hours a week. You could take four weeks off and you can generate a hundred thousand dollars once your schedule is fully booked with that caveat. And of course, yeah. for your, for you in a startup <laughs> business, that would be the first thing for, to focus on is to making sure that you're filling the hours that you're available. Right. Okay. So how do you feel about what we've worked through so far? I feel a lot more confident and it gives me a lot more wiggle room to play with. Mm -hmm. 
I like having the, I like seeing it all laid out. So I at least know where I need to, where I can cut back or where I need to flex a little bit. So yeah, this is really good. Yeah. It shows you that, um, even if you set your office visit fee at $40, you're still $5 below the average. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But perhaps that might be more competitive with your neighbors if that's a factor for you. And yeah. <laughs> you're $15 above your rock bottom fee. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. The next question that I really wanted to bring to your attention to is what do you and what will you bring to the table for your patients that is unique or different than your competitors that are nearby? What's unique or different about you than what someone may experience at the joint or at a neighbor practice that is a high volume practice? So, and by the, and this is by no means any disrespect to any practice model, but I do offer a very personalized and customized care setting. It's not just a come in, lay down and do the flying seven per se. So I do spend a lot more time with my patients, getting to know them and their circumstances and actually going through a lot of their functional movements to actually see what, what the true problem is. Um, I don't want them to just feel like they're just a number and they come in and they lay down and they pay me money. So like there is a lot more personalized care behind what I do. Um, I also spend a lot of time with service members and veterans. And so the fact that I've lived that life and I know what they've been through, that is a demographic that I do draw in just because we can talk about some of the things that have happened that have gotten them to where they are physically and how we can correct those issues. So that's, that's just a lot of what I have to offer as opposed to my competitors right now. Yep. Listen, yes, it's not about who's right or wrong ever. It's just really about focusing in on what is your value, what makes you unique or different from anyone else. And we all have something that makes us unique or different. So you've already honed in on one really important thing is that you can relate to service providers and veterans because you've Mm -hmm. done what they do or you've done what they have done. Mm -hmm. And that makes, that makes you relatable and it builds trust with people and there's immense value in that. And I can't replace that. I can't, I can't replace that experience for your patients from my own experience. I don't have it. Right. So you have something to, to provide that's valuable. Mm -hmm. And so when you're thinking about setting your fees, this is something I want to encourage all of you to think about what makes you unique or different from your neighbors. What makes you unique or different from potentially anyone else anywhere. And when you really connect with that, with that value, then you can see that you can set your fees at whatever you want them to be when you feel confident that what you are offering is congruent with that fee. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just don't stop to really think about it. So we're not conscious of it. Yeah. Yeah. I've had to sit back and think about that a lot because this, this doctor down the road, she's very established and everybody really likes her. And I have a lot of respect for her. I really love her. I've been a patient of hers before. So it's hard for me to, 
bring that to the table of, hey, I am different and I do offer a different service, you know, two miles down the road. It's just a matter of bringing that in. Yeah. Yes. And the great thing is also that your practice model that you're setting up, you have low expenses. You won't have the pressure Mm -hmm. of being available for everyone all of the time. So you'll be able to really hone in on who are the right people for you. Who are the people that you really feel called to take care of and serve? Because you won't have to be looking at people as numbers. Right. Okay. Yeah, I want to avoid that. So yes, it's just, it's an icky place to be. It feels like a lot of pressure, and for a lot of um, a lot of people, not just women, but for a lot of people, we just we don't want to have to look at people as dollar signs, and mm-hmm. we want to be able to put people over the metrics of our business. Right. And um, while there could be a lot of rhetoric around this conversation, I mean, at the end of the day, people are we put people first. And then as you put people first and honor your own boundaries as well, your business will grow and it will grow in a way that's sustainable for you. Yay. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Now, after looking at your, your goal, how much you want to work, how much time you want to take off and, um, and the value that you provide that's different from your neighbor's. What are you feeling about setting your fees? Like what number I would apply yeah. to it? Yes. So yeah, it's funny you say that because I was actually like doodling over here. So <laughs> because I do like the flexibility of like what you said earlier, it is the number that we came up with is way below the national average. Um, I would like to start out with a 40 to $50 range for my adjustments. Um, looking at 110 for new patient visits. And then, you know, myofascial work or any sort of, or active therapy as needed, probably 10 to $20, depending on whatever service that may be. You can also set your fees for those services, just like how we have done it already, where you're Mm -hmm. clear, you're really clear about what the value of your time is. And mm-hmm. also know that as you grow in your practice, that this number can change for you. So right now you are setting your hourly revenue goal, we call it at a hundred dollars per hour. But after you've hit that goal, then what, what's next? And maybe that goal becomes two fifty mm-hmm. or $300 per hour. And then the problems are different at that time. And the way that you get to that revenue goal, the solutions for that problem are, are different as well. But Right now, this is a place for you to start. Okay. So I have, a, have another question based off of that. How do you determine when to raise your fees and how much time do you give notice to your patients? Like, hey, the, I need to raise my fees or, yeah, you know, <laughs> how do you determine that? <laughs> Other than like, yes, of course, like my rent is going to go up eventually, um, but also just the general inflation of the area and the cost of living? Yes, this is a great question. This comes up very often in our members community. This is the general rule of thumb for all businesses that we increase our fees 10% two times a year. Now, 
most chiropractors do not increase their fees 10% two times per year. And that's okay, mm-hmm. but it gives you a frame of reference for what would be normal outside of our profession. Okay. In regard to how much time you need, like how much notice you need to give to patients, there really isn't any, um, there isn't any specific time frame that is necessary. You can do okay. whatever you want to. It's your practice. So we've had some people that okay. have given their patients no notice. They just come in for their visit and the fee is what the fee is. And that's that. Okay. <clears throat> and we have had other people that give maybe a month or six weeks of notice to their patients by sending out an email or posting it in the office or a combination of both. Okay. Cool. Okay. So I would say in general, if you are wanting to stay on track with inflation, at least looking at your fees annually is appropriate for sure. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Awesome. All right. So do you feel like you have some clarity that you can move forward with? Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. I have so much. I have such a cool tool in my toolbox now, so I'm happy. (laughs) You can just basically repeat this process anytime that you're wondering, are my fees still Mm -hmm. congruent with my practice model? Are my fees still congruent with how I want to live my life? And Mm -hmm. if not, then you get to decide to make some changes. That's right. Yeah, this is really cool. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. So that's a wrap for this on-air coaching call. I really hope that it's been helpful for you to hear the process that Kay and I worked through to help her realize that she can really work part-time hours. She can take some time off from her practice, and she can also easily earn the income that she wants to earn right off the bat in her practice. So if you loved what you heard in this episode, we would love for you to share it with us in our free Facebook group, Mama Chiropractors. If you're not already a member, then be sure to head over to alignedwoman.com forward slash Mama Chiropractors to request to join us there. And remember, Mama is spelled M-A-M-A. And of course, if you would love some more support, with problems, challenges, and questions that you have for your own life and practice, head over to the Work With Us page on our website for more information about our services. You can find the Work With Us page and all of the details for our services at alignedwomen.com forward slash work with us. We will see you next week for another on-air coaching call. Take care. Thank you for joining us today on the Aligned Women podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, we would love for you to head on over to iTunes and hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can join the community of amazing women doctors in our free private Facebook group, Mama Chiropractors, by going to alignedwomen.com slash mama chiropractors. And if you'd love to fast track your success in life and practice, subscribe to the waitlist for the Aligned Women team group coaching membership by going to alignedwomen.com forward slash join. Have an amazing day and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Aligned Women podcast.